Hello and welcome to Not Just About Copy. I'm your host, Emma McMillan, and I'm an educator, copywriter, and copywriting coach. But this podcast is not just about copy. At its heart, this is a podcast all about connection, how we use words to connect with others, and the lasting impact words can have on us. It's about empowering you to write better. It's about learning to love a blank page and its possibilities. It's about finding joy in words and language. You'll hear conversations that I hope will inspire you to reflect on your relationship with words and on how connection shows up for you. Solo coaching episodes with me will give you actionable tips and strategies to write better copy with more flow, confidence, and a sense of fun. Thanks for being here. Now, let's dive in. I acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which I record this podcast, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nations, and honour their deep language and storytelling traditions. I pay my respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Hello and welcome to episode 34 of the Not Just About Copy podcast. Six years ago last week, I registered my ABN and started my business with a dream to create a new career for myself away from classroom teaching. I wanted to explore my creativity, to work flexibly, to find that elusive work-life balance. It was one thing to break away from a career of more than a decade. It was quite another to make a go of it in the small business world, about which I knew pretty much nothing at all. It didn't all go to plan. Surprise, surprise. There were false starts with branding, services I offered that I didn't enjoy, sleepless nights, and jobs where I frankly lost money. But yet, I persisted. Over the years, my business has shape-shifted almost as many times as I've changed hair color. Generalist copywriter, then SEO website specialist, and now copywriting coach and podcast host. I've continued to edge closer to a business that truly represents me one that aligns with my values, one that allows me to serve my clients in a way that feels meaningful and deeply impactful, one that gives me space to create, iterate, reflect, rest, oh, and live a life. I've taken some time to reflect on what's changed or evolved, especially in the past 12 months of my business. And in today's episode, I'm sharing my top six lessons in the hope that some of these might be helpful or valuable, or just spark some thinking for you wherever you are on your own journey. So let's get into the episode. Lesson number one, live your values. It's been a long time coming, but I've found there's no better decision-making metric than looking at my values and asking, does this opportunity align? Whether it's a new client, whether it's a collaboration, whatever kind of opportunity, Does it align with what's important to me? Because I've spent time choosing and developing these values, I know that by using them as a decision-making metric, I'm choosing the things that represent what's deeply important to me. This past year, I've spent time reflecting on my business values to make sure they still resonate. And I also added a new one. Here are my values right now and a little bit about how I'm living them out in my business day to day. And interestingly, each value also correlates with a lesson learnt. I wonder if you notice anything similar when you reflect on your own business and learnings. Creativity. This is the value I've recently added to the other four. 
And this is how it's showing up right now. It's all about nurturing the creativity in others, but also making time to explore and tend to my own creativity as that's what keeps me energetic and enthusiastic about my work. And it's what often leads to new ideas. Maybe you've heard the expression, creativity begets creativity. And I've noticed that since flexing this creative muscle more, I'm more often on a roll than not. I'll talk more about this in lesson two. The second value I have is that of connection. Genuine, meaningful conversations and connections with others are so important to me in both friendship and in business. Even as an expert, I find I'm more comfortable in conversation or facilitating learning in dialogue with others rather than standing up and speaking to people. It's just one of the reasons why I love the conversation episodes of this podcast so very much. I'll talk more about that in lesson three. The next value is courage. As a small business owner, you'd understand everything stops with you. And at some point, you need to jump off the diving board rather than stand quivering on the edge. There have been some difficult decisions to make and some big changes recently in the business that meant I really had to dig deep and ultimately trust myself just to do it. And I'll talk more about this in lesson four. The next value I have in my business is learning. Now, I'm insatiably curious, which often means I want to do all the courses and immerse myself in all the things. It's been important to sense check this year and ask, does this course or other thing to learn align with my goals for the year? Or will it distract me or take me in a different direction that's not the one that's for right now? And I'll dive into this in lesson five. My final value is sustainability, and that's sustainability of my business. Because the last thing I want to experience is career burnout again, like I did as a teacher. So I'm committed to designing a business that will continue to thrive. I can't imagine ever working for someone else again. So I need to take care of myself and put systems in place to support the longevity of my business. And I'll talk more about this in lesson six. So lesson one, leaning into and living my values. Lesson two, Build in white space. Okay, there's never enough time for everything. And the sooner we accept that, the better. Oliver Berkman's book, 4,000 Weeks, helped me to flip my perspective when it comes to getting things done. We'll always have a to-do list, but we need to take the time to stop and reflect on what is most important to us to get done. Not to others, but to us. So when I look at my week or my day and I decide what three things are the most important, one of these will now always link to something strategic for my business. To be able to think big picture, we need to build in space. This space can look like many different things. It could look like a big walk, a brainstorm on butcher's paper away from the desk and the computer, going to see a film, journaling about things, a morning yoga class. When I allow that space for my mind to wander, connections happen, ideas spark, and all the good things. Being head down in the doing feels productive, but unfortunately, that's not what moves the needle in those big, impactful ways. So white space has become essential. Lesson number three, put relationships at the center. There are so many different ways relationships and connections show up in my business. Client relationships with various touch points from discovery call to onboarding to offboarding to 
keeping engaged with clients who've worked with me. It's really important to me to feel connected to my clients and in conversation with them because I want working with me to feel personal. So while I've automated parts of my business, I'll never automate everything because it just doesn't align with how I want to do business. My team are so important to my business. And I'm talking about people like my online business manager, my podcast producer, but also business coaches, my accountant, those people who support me in various areas of my business, some really regularly and some on more of an ad hoc basis. My advice to you is to find good people and hold them close. And likewise, if someone is not a good fit for you or your business, be courageous enough to explore new options. My broader network is super important. My co-working buds, the networks I belong to, these people are vital for so many reasons. Firstly, we understand each other's challenges and can support each other in different stages of business. We've become friends. I've also built up a strong referral network this way by developing relationships over years with no agenda in mind. I've also found really good people I want to work with this way, such as designers, developers, and others. It all links back to that know, like, and trust factor. My family and friends continue to support me, raise a glass to my successes, listen to my whinges, and keep me grounded. I also have a lot of friends not in the small business space, which helps me to remember there's life beyond business and bring some balance back into my life. Lesson number four is to take imperfect action. Sometimes it's helpful to wait until you feel totally ready, but sometimes ready can take a long time and you might just need to get out of your own way. So rather than waiting for something to be 100% polished, ready enough is my new mantra. And the idea of taking imperfect action has helped me do lots of things, especially over the past 12 months. It's helped me completely refocus my business, which frankly felt like steering a huge ship in the middle of the ocean. I've now moved into a business where I offer one-to-one copy coaching really side-by-side with done-for-you copywriting. The podcast launch, we launched back in November 2021 At the time of recording, we're approaching 3,000 downloads, and this is episode 34. I never would have done that if I'd waited until every single thing felt perfect. I'm exploring LinkedIn right now, a platform that I've had a real love-hate relationship with in the past. I've made a commitment to giving it a go for a few months, seeing what works, seeing what doesn't, and just giving it a try again. And my group program The co-writing content crew, the first group is running at the moment and it's been fabulous. I've just actually launched the wait list for October. If you are looking to get into the next group, all the details for that are in the show notes if that's something that's interesting to you. Lesson five is to stay curious. I'm all about asking questions. I'm all about being open to possibilities. I think it's important for you to learn what you need to be able to do to do the thing but don't get sidetracked by learning or let it stop you from taking action. Staying curious does link in with me with my value of learning. And so what I found is podcasts work well for me as learning tools at the moment because I can choose a 20-minute episode and listen while I walk, get curious about things, but don't go down the research rabbit hole. Asking questions also to me relates to 
client relationships and interpersonal relationships, however they show up in your business. Because it's in the asking questions that you really can uncover more about someone, more about a situation, more about context. So asking questions is the first part and active listening is the other. Lesson number six, the final lesson, find your rhythm. I was going to talk about being consistent and being persistent because I do believe that those have both been crucial drivers of my long-term success, but it's actually more complicated and nuanced than that. So I don't have an issue with intrinsic motivation, but what I can do if I'm not careful is go too hard too often. What I've discovered works better is to go with my energy and the flow of how I'm feeling. This means less friction and more task matching to suit my mood. If you're keen to go back, the very first episode I did with coach Amy Summers talks more about this exact ways of working. Lean into smarter ways of working. For instance, content repurposing is something I'm such a huge fan of. Making the most of what you're already doing. If you're going to spend the time and energy to create content once, make sure you use it in all the places. Repurpose it. Make sure people get to learn from you, get to see what it is that you offer. Share that value more than once. I've got a content repurposing downloadable checklist to help you with this, or even a free mini course delivered by email if that's more your style. And you can find both of those on the free resources page of my website. The link to that is in the show notes. So here is a recap of the six lessons I've learned in my six years of business and more than ever in the past 12 months. Number one is to live your values. And this one is truly at the core of everything. Lesson number two, build in white space. Lesson number three, put relationships at the center. Lesson number four, take imperfect action. Lesson number five, stay curious. And lesson number six, find your rhythm. What's next? What will the next six years bring? Who knows? But I'm here for it all. And I'd love to know what are your values and how are you living those? What have been your most valuable lessons in business? Send me a DM and let me know. If we're not connected on Instagram, I'd love to be. You'll find me at Emma McMillan Copy and at just not just about copy. That's a wrap on today's episode. I'm exhausted from all the celebrations. (laughs) I hope you found this useful. If you did, a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts is the best way to let me know. I'll be back in your ears next Monday with a cracker of an interview episode. Until then, happy writing. Thanks for listening and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, I'd love you to hit subscribe, rate, and review it as this helps the pod reach more people. To get in touch or suggest a guest, head to emmamcmillancopy.com or find me on Instagram at emmamcmillancopy. See you next time.